0: Someone's cursing, my lord,
1: late night large Someone's puffling, my lord, late night large Someone's growing, my lord, late night large Oh lord, late night lodge. Welcome to the show. You can look at, but never, never touch. Late Night Large. I am your sexual tyrannosaur, Aaron Bliss, and next to me sits a weapon of mass insemination, Mike Large.
0: I'm not sure about that, but uh, yeah. Hello, mate. You're <laughs> right.
1: I'm good, thanks, Mike. And we're at the time of recording. We're at the time of the year where certain things happen, certain festivities. You're looking forward to the Christmas period.
0: Oh, we said the C word busted it out uh, oh, I'm
1: sorry I thought I'd <laughs> make reference to it yeah uh,
0: yeah do you know what typically um, we know why I've not really <laughs> been a fan of Christmas um, but uh, yeah this year do you know what going to go gonna, all out I'm, yeah I'm, I'm I'm trying to be you know more positive about it you know I, I'll have a bit of you know I'll have a bit of time off work to actually enjoy it
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: I'll be with my partner this year, uh, you know, to enjoy that as well. So, yeah, it's uh, it's shaping up to be a nice enough Christmas. So, yeah, that's about as positive as <laughs> I've probably ever been and can probably muster up.
1: I can vouch for that. I'm glad to hear that, Mike. That's that's really good news. And, and, and for anyone who's, who's uncertain about why Mike didn't like Christmas, it was because... If anyone's unaware, Mike used to do his own Santa thing where he would shit down the chimneys of all of his exes. And, of course, knowing Mike, that's a lot of exes. So he was pretty much as busy as Santa.
0: Honestly, I don't know how I found time to get it all
1: done. <laughs> and then, of course, you've got to be giving your statements to the police and, you know, it go, runs onto Boxing Day and it, beyond. It,
0: if I'm honest, the last few years I had to employ elves. <laughs> so for the for the weeks before, I would save it up, put it in little bags, and they'd have to go and do some of it for me. That's
1: very thoughtful, yeah. No, I, I can see that. Yeah. No, well done, Mike. Keeping the Christmas spirit alive. Um, but yes, hopefully different this year. Well, um, hopefully... My, well, I don't know. What about yours? What about yours? I'm hoping... Are you, how are you feeling? Do you know what? I've, I've really come to... I've finally grown up, sadly. Mm. Uh, at least enough to... Have you? Kind of not... No. Yeah. But <laughs> what I mean is... I no longer hold the magic of Christmas in receiving gifts, sadly. Um, Wait,
0: so you don't believe in Santa anymore?
1: Mike. <laughs> well, this isn't a child-appropriate show, so... <laughs> oh, we, yeah, if there's any
0: kids listening can... <laughs> to this, I mean... I'll...
1: Yeah, so, no, um, sadly, I, I'm, I'm just about beyond that. I, it got broken to me at some point last year, but... <laughs> Sorry
0: to hear that. Yeah. It's well, a tough time for us all.
1: I know, I know. I'm moving through the stages of grief, but I... I realise that the the true meaning of Christmas, and corny as it may sound, it, it is other people. Yeah. I'd like I'd like to um, I'd like to think that I have some social gatherings, catching up with some good friends and other people, sexy strangers, whatever. Um, I can dress I'll... up
0: as a sexy stranger for you if you like. Bit of role playing. Oh player. god,
1: no! You've done that before and yeah. it didn't work out, so I don't think we're going to do that. But thank you anyway. Anyway. Tonight, we're going to penetrate the subject of cybersex, otherwise defined as partnerless sexual activity. What do you think of that, Mike?
0: Um, Well, I mean, first and foremost, being the um, innocent person that I am, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and and as I'm not married yet, (laughs) um, you know, I don't engage in that sort of activity. Um, because that would be, that would be wrong and sinful. Um, of course, yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously I'm no expert, but you know, let's um, let's thrash around the subject <laughs> a little bit and see if we can uh, if we can come up with
1: something mildly. Oh, uh, if we can come up with something. I see what you did there, mate. <laughs> yeah, hopefully there'll be lots and lots of innuendos tonight because uh, obviously that's what Large is mostly known for. So hopefully this is a subject close to mine and mike's hearts we'll we'll see where it goes but did certainly
0: close to our pc screens
1: yes and uh internet histories yes quite well as we discussed obviously the time of recording this we're we're going to be well everyone's going to be hopefully demop happy soon and they might be at a loose end for things to do and perhaps cyber sex is something that if you're particularly lonely you might be looking to uh Participating,
0: so instantly there. Yeah. Let me just point this out. Instantly there, you have, you've said that this is this is for a lonely person. So you're, you're instantly putting that kind
1: of negative. That's just an example. It's
0: one example, was
1: it? it? It's just an. Uh, what I thought was that was the obvious example that people at home might think of. Mm. Listen. If there's
0: Carson anything, who if there may, is anything
1: we achieve tonight, Mike, I want it to be that well, everyone realizes that cyber sex is for everyone—male, female, trans, maybe not kids, but a- anyone for any purpose. You don't have to be lonely. You don't even have to be horny. It might just be something that you're curious about and. There's nothing wrong with it if it's within certain legal parameters.
0: Right, so let me translate that for everyone listening. Um, Some of you won't need the translation, you'll know. Um, But for the rest of you, what he's really doing is soliciting himself uh, (laughs) and offering his services. So I imagine there'll be some sort of little soundbite somewhere in here, snuck in there, certainly at the end. Where he invite you to, you know, send in your information and engage in these sorts of activities with him.
1: I thought we Especially, discussed <laughs> tact tonight, Michael.
0: Yeah, but do you know what? Let's be honest with the people. Yeah, there's there's tact, and then there's and then there's uh, you know, being honest and and forthright with your
1: and helicoptering in people's faces.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I hope there'd be a bit more of that so far. So maybe that's to come.
1: Very good, yeah. OK, well, we'll start where where we, we, we doubtless often start. Um, and can I just say, I did make a contribution again to Wikipedia this year. I encourage all of you to do the same if you use it as often as we do. But we are going to the Wikipedia definition. When I came up with the uh, topic for tonight, I actually had no idea that cybersex was an official term that had a Wikipedia definition. But here we go. Uh, according to Wikipedia, also known as computer sex internet sex net sex e-sex or colloquially cyber or cybering is a virtual sex encounter in which two or more people have long-distance sex via electronic video communication this might come in the form of webcams vr headsets telephones other such devices we're also going to (laughs) go into the term teledildonics, which I'm most looking forward to, which <laughs> i only hell. found what, out tonight. What a great word. Uh, and o- often the, the the common thread here is they are normally connected to a computer network. <laughs>
0: teledildonics. Can't wait.
1: We're also going to expand this, though, because my idea was, as well as this term of cybersex, which is exclusively in the digital realm, I'd like also mm. to bring in slightly o- other... Other avenues of what I would consider basically digital sex, but not necessarily online. For instance, through AI, VR. um,
0: That is still cyber sex.
1: No, I mean in the form of, say, AI would be in the form of say, sex robots. So that's what I mean, like
0: a physical robot. Yeah, Uh, exactly. So that's why I meant. Hmm.
1: So that's why I use the term partnerless sexual activity because. Yes, if you're doing it over the internet, there is technically a partner or partners, but you're not physically in contact with them. There's no fluid exchange in the way that they're normally. Would well, be. I
0: mean, there may well be.
1: Well, you know, again, I guess, I guess, again, the common thread would be you're missing out some of the most magical parts of carnality that come with fluid exchanges, things like unfortunate or, or, stains, unwanted pregnancies and syphilis
0: yeah did you say sorry did you say most unfortunate parts
1: no magical magical <laughs>
0: good i was about <laughs> to correct you of course
1: uh, yeah you know you know how we roll here so cybersex can also mean sending each other sexually explicit messages which is called mike my... sexting
0: very good not uh, that was a guess obviously i have <laughs> no course, fucking no, clue yeah. no experience with that
1: at all no or simply describing a sexual experience uh, which, oh, okay, well, it describes that as sexting. Uh, it's also a subtype of technology-mediated sexual interactions. In one form, this is accomplished by the participants describing their actions and responding to chat partners in a mostly written form, so maybe in a chat room or something similar, okay. designed to stimulate mental arousal. Uh, it often inclu- I, I'm sure you didn't need us to explain that often this includes real-life masturbation. <laughs> What's but that? I've no idea, but oh. I've heard it mentioned by a few people, Right. Okay. so it might be something <laughs> are worth you, looking are into. you sure that's
0: not just people calling you a wanker?
1: Oh. <clears throat> yeah, very good. I, I'll come up with a comeback, but I'm not as quick as you, Mike, so it might come down the line.
0: <laughs> okay, I'll wait.
1: Yeah, i last longer than you. so uh, <laughs> it's not what I've heard. So, real-life masturbation, obvious, but did you know... In case you, in case you're kind of a newbie to this kind of thing, not all sexual activity or exchanges have to end in sexual climax, you know. T- t- as
0: as all of your previous partners will be well aware.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh. I'm going to be building up some of you, Mike. Oh, I hope you do. And you're not going to like it. <laughs> I can't wait for you to unload it. So we got, we got Tantra, We again, we've got mental arousal and potentially mental uh, climax, I believe there is such a thing.
0: Yes, I've heard of that.
1: Um, here's a really interesting thing as we go to the end of this initial paragraph. Go on. So environments in which cyber sex take place are not necessarily exclusively devoted to that subject and participants in any internet chat may suddenly receive a message of invitation or solicitation. People... This is entirely different, and we hope that it's clear that this does not include adults talking to children. Oh. So I'm just going to put that out there, and also treat people online similar to how you would if you were talking to them in a club or on the street. So certain level of respect and kind of understanding whether they might be into it.
0: I suppose there is a danger with anything online that that doesn't happen. You you know you get all the you get all these people that. Are, do speak or interact very differently online keyboard warriors they you know yeah. they're bigger and braver they say things they would never <laughs> say to someone's face or they they act in a certain way because there's that there's a you know it's they're removed from it aren't they so there's anonymity th- yeah. almost almost like a, an anonymity even if that isn't massively there yeah. um it's there is still a a virtual barrier isn't there? or what well, Time and space and distance between them and whatever else, so people too tend to be different. Often, we think of that as you know, gobby people being braver than they otherwise would be.
1: Yeah. So I guess
0: it would be it's it's a, it's probably a, a same as a skill to learn, same as if you're approaching someone you you like in a club or whatever. There's a I think that's there's a, way, a way to do it and a skill to to learn in order to do it successfully, isn't it?
1: Yes, of course. And when we say approaching someone in a club, we mean approaching them with the intent of having a consensual encounter where they actively want to do something with you.
0: With your penis out.
1: (laughs) Right, okay. Um, I think it was a quote attributed to, was it Mike Tyson who said, there's way too many people who've got used to saying certain things to people without getting punched in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I think knowing am mike that's another one of his brilliant philosophical gems because do you know i'd also say it it also can be applied to maybe driving in vehicles a little bit as well
0: oh yeah people would much- whenever
1: th- whenever there's a certain kind of barrier whether it's artificial or not between you and the person that you're interacting with it the inhibitions they don't show themselves the way they should do I often think of that story I used to tell you when I'm in a car and there's road rage involved, particularly with yourself, and you you start, you know, when there's road rage involved, say someone's just been an absolute twat and they pulled out in front of you without warning, done a stupid manoeuvre, you know, my advice is always swear at them, call them every name under the sun, gesture, but don't start, like, driving up their arsehole, doing manoeuvres to try and intimidate them, because you just never know who's in the other vehicle. Anyway, that's slightly Mm. off topic, so what I meant was... Deviated here. Well, we are deviants. Well, well, (laughs) speak for yourself. (laughs) Right, but it's the same basic principle, try and imagine, I know crazy as it is, the person that's talking to you online or that you're looking at is a real physical person and you should treat them as if you were in the same room as them, generally. After all, that's what you're trying to re- recreate with cybersex, isn't it?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, not just from a the viewpoint of that's what you should do anyway, but also if you're hoping to be successful, it would be advisable that you.
1: It would be very advisable, yes. Even if we're not looking from uh, things from a moral or ethical standpoint, you know, there, there is a thing called criminal law that maybe would catch up with you if you weren't. To no, what, these no. Principles. What
0: I mean, what I mean is, it's, it's if if you're. Uh, the, the same way that you wouldn't go up to a uh an attractive young lady in a club and uh I, you know
1: <laughs> pull say, your so, cock out and say, say how about sh- it, baby well you might not
0: um <laughs> but, <laughs> but say you know say something stupid or like if you're trying to get your end away right yeah yeah you want to be successful don't you so you think about what you're saying it's just a, a different yes. way of achieving trying to achieve the same you'd
1: end. argue that most uh most thinking people who weren't looking to get a slap in the chops, would probably not start their encounter with someone at a bar by telling them they have nice tits, for instance. Well, again, you might not. OK. <laughs> anyway, the final sentence is, is where it really gets interesting in this first uh, paragraph of definition. Mike, I'm really intrigued what you think about this. Grow on. Non-marital, adult, consensual paid cybersex counts as a legal solicitation of prostitution and illegal prostitution in multiple US states. That's maybe not a surprise. Here's where it gets interesting. Non-consensual cyber sex sometimes occurs in cyber set. Uh, s- sometimes occurs in cyber sex trafficking crimes. There has it's also been at least one rape conviction for purely virtual sexual encounters. I mean, that's quite what? fascinating, right? Uh, and okay, yeah the the headline. Is in a world first, a man is charged for rape over the internet. I don't know. Have you, have you any comment over that? I, I, I don't want to linger too much on it, but that's pretty incredible, isn't it? Yeah, a non physically encountered I rape charge. Don't
0: really know enough about it to comment, to be honest. But, okay, uh, non marital, um, hmm, interesting, illegal. Okay, well, I guess, yeah. I, I what guess, are they referring to there? Like, um, like you know,
1: I'm guessing um, illegal solicitation. I mean, so yeah, basically, it, like
0: they're saying, like the same way. It's if illegal, you paid for a, stand it, on a street corner, yeah.
1: And, if you paid for a hooker on the street, that's clearly going to be illegal in America or multiple U.S. states. Yeah. Therefore, they say it shouldn't make a difference if you do the same thing in the chat room where somebody says, oh come to my private webcam and i'll do sex acts for money which is a bit strange because then how do you factor things like only fans into it
0: well that's my understanding is that's basically what that is right can so be how's, yeah well God, i don't know
1: it, it that, that's a that's a really strange one but then again, money it, waters yeah it, it is um yeah good musician it's um, no, it's a really interesting one. But are we surprised about America and their puritanical hypocrisy?
0: Well, no, but I, well, I mean, obviously, anything, any kind of sexual activity outside of marriage is wrong. So,
1: oh, of course, yes, yes, Mike, you're the, the, the virtue yeah. signaler of uh, of um, no sex before marriage. Yeah, yeah, obviously, okay, yeah. Anyway, Save myself, uh, we're, we're going to pause at this point. To I'm going to throw it out to Mike. Oh God what kind of reasons can you think of that people engage in cyber sex or or rather what what kind of people or what kind of mindset what kind are of you people? in
0: again look at this
1: okay what kind of i mean just you Judgey johnson <laughs> it's not I'm thinking just common reasons why why would why do people engage in cyber sex we're trying to understand the human condition here Mike come on' well, cause help me horny. out <laughs>
0: <laughs> the same way they the same reason they they do Perhaps, perhaps they're they I mean, that's horny. the. Is
1: that not the symptom rather than cause? Actually, maybe no. not.
0: No,
1: maybe not. Maybe well, maybe a. So it's going it's the wrong almost like a
0: vicious circle, isn't it? I guess you're horny, so you do it. Doing it makes you more horny.
1: Yeah. Okay. Fair uh, right.
0: And that's where that. Uh, what? was yeah. it? I've, masturbation was it you said? I'm not familiar with it myself, but I think <laughs> that's probably where that comes in.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you're often going on about masturbate, so. Masterpiece, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought you might be somewhat familiar with it, but no, again, I guess not. No, I, no. Yeah. I guess that the, the rumours weren't true.
0: Rumours, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can, can
1: you not? It's not the right topic to use that phrase, Mike. Is it really? <laughs> Maybe not. Okay. Oh, okay, so anyway, what I was well, trying to what yeah, I was trying to say was
0: you, you were thinking you were thinking like you alluded to before. You were thinking of. Lonely people, or whatever, right? Yeah. So I guess, I guess that typically, right, what you're looking at is let's be let's be honest, blokes that um, not again, exclusively, not exclusively, obviously, and you know the next part, not exclusively again, but that maybe are less successful or certainly less confident, maybe in you know in the physical realm. Of of uh, of achieving what one might look to achieve,
1: Uh, yeah, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. you
0: know, so they may again, it it comes back to this confidence that people gain online, or uh, yeah, you know, when you put barriers or layers of security or time, distance, space between yourself and someone else, you know, it's the Maybe a positive um, example of that. You know, we all think of dickheads gaining confidence say <laughs> gobbing off to someone online. Uh, you know, keyboard warrior type person I mentioned earlier. Yeah. But maybe for some people, I guess they gain a bit of confidence to actually put themselves out there and, and speak to someone that they would never be brave enough to speak to in real life or... Very true. Um... You know, there's a very well. You talk about topics like this, right? There's quite clear and obvious seedy undertone to it all, isn't there? But it's not. It won't be that. It won't be that way for everyone, will it? It there will no. be people that just aren't brave enough to, to do this stuff. Yeah. outside of that form.
1: I, I think it's interesting you use the word seedy. It's a good word, but I I think you you're definitely right. I think seedy is another one of those things, pretty much like the the term creepy is overused now mm. i think cd is sometimes used for people who are embarrassed or ashamed of their own sexual feelings and project onto others the fact that they think they're doing something immoral yeah. you know that again that whole puritanical thing it's very um, spher- well, there, spher- there is i think i think there definitely is a time and place for cd oh, um, yeah. we've all been to places we might describe as
0: bit cd and can think of people and can think of, of people <laughs>
1: But, the you know, there are some people who are more than happy to label any sexual activity outside of maybe making a baby as seedy or any, any sexual act, even if it's just self-pleasure, as somehow CD. So we've got to be careful that the overuse of that term. But, Mike, I think you I think you kind of hit the nail on the head in a very broad brushstroke, as in people who maybe lack confidence. So we could be thinking of people who maybe I normally hit the spot. That's not why here. Um, we we may be thinking about people who um, have body dysmorphia, people who are disabled, have maybe deformities of some kind, people who just are not confident, at all in the way they look, their char- their lack of charisma, um, maybe neurodivergency, other things. Let's also remember vulnerable communities. You know, you might. I, it's a lot better than it used to be, but the gay community, mm. the trans community, uh, these kind of people. Well, this, this
0: kind of thing as well. I I can only see it becoming more and more um, you know prominent in in society in terms of its use because people don't, as a rule, people don't meet people how they used to anymore. You know, that's if, true. Yeah. If I if I wanted to, you know, it used to be if I wanted to get lucky. I'd have to go and put myself out there. Go go to a bar or go to a club.
1: You, know, you, do, you and, just hope that you'd be and, running into someone who like you like the look of, and then you can strike up a chemistry with them. Yeah,
0: um, but that those skills in the physical sense, or or the way in which someone might achieve that, is changing, and we're all aware of that. It's everything's going online now, isn't it? Dating is now on dating apps, right? That's how people meet people now, isn't it? The 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 majority, probably, very few people, you know, and not. I say very few. That's actually probably massively over exaggerated. There's countless people that will meet through friends of friends, or (laughs) will meet in a bar, yeah, at work, or will meet in a bar, or will meet, you know, that still happens. Of course, it does. I'm talking about, you know, perhaps a a generation of people who Mm. have always had from the second they became interested in the sort of thing always had another medium that we didn't have
1: yeah no that's that true
0: in in the form of apps
1: it's how you're conditioned so, so yeah. yeah
0: and so they there will be some who otherwise may have learned the skills but now haven't there'll be some that never would have and so they instantly become more you know this is this is their forum anyway yeah, but there are some that may have learnt those skills. Maybe it t- would have taken them a bit longer, or you know, a, a few more years of of trial and error. But they would have got there because they'd have had to. Mm-hmm. Um, that now maybe wouldn't even won't even learn it because there's this other way. So no, it, it's going to become more and more prominent, isn't it? Because the more the old way of doing things is is not necessarily a requirement or a necessity anymore the more new ways of doing it it is the more those old skills will be lost and so it just feeds into the into the machine the cyber machine isn't it
1: no you know what no that's a really interesting point because you know what just occurred to me was you see the number of articles and everything talking about the damage that covid did to people who came of age during that period mm. so people who otherwise would have celebrated life's milestones Mm. turning 16 turning 18 turning 21 whatever um more the more kind of the younger becoming an adult kind of thing yeah um and one of the big things that they they sort of say is they missed that that social bonding that's crucial to uh, your formative years and people came out like almost socially slightly socially maladjusted now I would maybe, maybe apply that to what you're saying, as in, you know, we've got a generation, particularly Gen Z Zoomers, who everything they know is online. They've only ever known dating as an online thing. And you do wonder, and this is coming from someone who naturally doesn't, you know, has social issues myself. But because I grew up in a world where you kind of had to get on with it, maybe I've kind of, I know ways out of it. Mm. But you've got a generation of people that whether they naturally would have those proclivities or not, they're condition not necessarily to develop the strong social sort of awareness and robustness required. Mm. They, won't,
0: they won't develop those, those skills at the same, certainly not at the same rate or to the same level because no. simply because they don't need to the, the same evolution that, yeah yeah There's this you know this the same reason that you know we probably um you know as as a generation do or think differently or do things differently to a previous generation or the generation before that or the generation before that so mm-hmm. you know these the societal changes that we all see and we're probably not Ever aware of until there becomes a generation after you and you go, well, oh, that's not how I did it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it has always been there. I do think that kind of stuff. the The more advanced we get as a race, I think the quicker that stuff happens. Yeah. Um, I guess. The, yeah, it's in, it's inevitable, isn't it? I guess
1: the point I was making was, some of us are more inclined to be drawn more to the internet because our social skills aren't necessarily as strong. We feel. Far more confident and able to express ourselves online the problem is when you have an entire generation who who don't know the difference between the two they've only been conditioned yeah. to filter everything through online experiences
0: yeah well that's what i that's what i was alluding to before what saying <laughs> you know the people that would have got those learned those skills
1: mm-hmm. that
0: perhaps won't won't ever do you know won't ever get those to the same level as they would have yeah, had they been born twenty years before or whatever. So,
1: yeah, good point. Okay, so quickly then, let's go through what Wikipedia defines as the advantages of cybersex, because I'm sure we'll we'll be able to think of obvious disadvantages. Uh, it allows real life partners who are physically separated to continue to be sexually intimate. I'm sure most of us have some kind of experience of that. No idea what you mean. Um, all you need is a webcam, generally. Uh, Cybersex allows for sexual exploration. This was a point I was trying to allude to when I was talking about marginalised communities, also fetish communities. If people are into particular paraphilias or fetishes, that they would be very embarrassed to discuss with, say, their face-to-face friends, but you find a community online, say, people who like being whipped. You go online, there's all these people talking about it, and you just feel, oh, right, everyone, everyone knows what this is about. No one's going to judge me. Aaron
0: will post this <laughs> for all of the, the rest of you. That, he'll post his helpful links.
1: Links in the description. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, for example, it can enable participants to act out fantasies which they would not, not act out or maybe not even be realistically possible in real life through role-playing due to physical or social limitations.
0: Right, wait there a second, because that is... I mean, it is listed as an advantage, but very, very clearly can be construed as a, as a disadvantage. You no. Know? In what way? In terms of um, people, we're talking about people that that uh, that grow up knowing nothing but this stuff, right? right. Yeah. Um, they then get used to stuff that isn't realistic. And then, when they do end up Maybe, in a yeah. physical relationship or with a physical partner, they have no idea what is actually realistic, what should actually be expected, what real people actually do or don't do, oh, or do or don't yeah, like. No. Or,
1: we'll, we'll go into that afterwards, Mike. It's, yeah. good point. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a good point. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Cyber sex is a relatively safe form of sex, sexual exploration in comparison to face to face. Talking about I mean, STDs, it's I mean. pretty obvious. No STIs, no fear of uh, rape or abuse. Pregnancy. Pregnancy. Uh, all those magical things we discussed earlier. Yeah. Um, and here, here's the here's the crux. Here's the last one. And this is what I was going to say. It's not just about lonely people or horny people. Ultimately, sometimes it is about sloth. It takes less effort and fewer resources on the internet than in real life. We've all been there, From son. From someone who knows... You know, it grows. it's a social minefield out there. You you need to you need to be able to take constant rejection. You need to be able to understand what someone's into quite quickly to get on their level and get generate some chemistry. You know, it's it's incredibly difficult unless you naturally have it to go up to strangers and start trying to strike up some kind of rapport. So, of course there's going to be people who go for sloth, whether through mental health reasons or or just because they just can't be asked with it. So they'll, they'll do it on the internet because it, it's just easier. Uh, so those are listed as the potential advantages. Mike, you made a good point. So a potential disadvantage. Um, this has been brought up a lot with studies about the influence of porn on young people. Yeah. And from someone who has watched more than their fair share i will say that there is absolutely nothing wrong with pornography per se but of course it's it's how a person is conditioned to receive it if you are watching particularly hardcore but if you are watching generally any pornography from like the age of 12 or something or even younger you are going to get a really warped perspective because you assume that what you're watching reflects how the world is.
0: Because you know no different. You You don't know that, yes,
1: exactly. Now, it's not about banning porn or restricting porn. It's about serious education of young people to say porn is a fantasy. It's like when you read a book or when you watch a sci-fi movie. These are things that it would be nice to imagine, but it does not reflect reality. You see? It's meant to stimulate your mind. It's not meant to be a reality that you can carry out most of the time.
0: Yeah, difficult mm-hmm. to difficult to explain that to... It is. And get them to actually understand it. Yeah, th- I think that's... Because then, you know, my, if, it, if it was me on the receiving end, well, I'd immediately I'd say, well, what is reality then? What is realistic? <laughs> what does... And then, and then, and then that's a minefield in itself, isn't it? Because everyone has their own preferences, everyone has their own. So
1: you can't, there isn't really an answer. I I think, I think what this
0: isn't, this isn't realistic. Well, what is
1: then? Um, I think, well, well, yeah, no, you're (laughs) right. You're right. You can't, you can't put it in a, in a nice, easy slogan, but the, the easiest way to say it is when you're watching porn, you're effectively watching a movie you know, when you watch a movie... A really shit movie with crap dialogue. Yeah, Well, so maybe. I thought, yeah, I no, so you've I don't heard, know. very good. So Aaron tells me. Uh, I don't know. Oh, yes, Mike. Sometimes we all fall into it, you know, with the suspension of disbelief when you're watching a movie. How many times do we watch a movie, right, and you see a character pull out a knife and you hear a shh? And you just think, oh yeah, that sounds about right. No, it doesn't. That's not what it sounds like. <laughs> you, you try pulling a knife out of a drawer, out of a block or whatever, it will never, ever make that noise. These are just all over movies where things that we assume, oh yeah, that's about right. They're not, they never exist in reality. That is that is just the movie world. So when we kind of think about it, yeah, okay, it's it's similar to reality. It's not actual reality. That's kind of how you have to approach porn. There are some elements of porn where it's like, oh yeah, I've got yeah, I've, sex. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But most of it is the cuts, the angles, the speed. Almost none of it is how real people fornicate. But I digress. It depends what, what you're watching, really, Yeah. not it? Yeah. What are, the very, what are the disadvantages, can we think on, Mike, about cyber sex? Uh, I mean, we've kind of already gone through them a little bit, haven't we? I think so, we have, yeah. Because you said... Um, well, we both said it, it, it can effectively malnourish your social side. U- ultimately unless you're unless you're you've got real problems and maybe you've made peace with it which is good for you but yeah. ultimately you should really most people would want to have see see this see this goes physical into, interaction
0: this could open up we could go many different ways with this in terms of you know oh and now obviously we're, we're talking about we find ourselves talking about youth the youth and the effect has on the youth and the people of i guess because they're the most impressionable yeah um but obviously there are anyone of not anyone there are people in any age group or Mm -hmm. with any amount of experience or however you want to put it um that can be affected by various you know different different things we said um for various different reasons um but yeah we do we do usually talk about the youth well we are usually talking about youth and there's many different ways you could you could go with this and it because it, it we could go on to hundreds of different topics with regards to how the youth are treated, for example there was today there was a topic
1: mm-hmm.
0: um about um everything's loosely related, isn't it like i I heard on the radio that was uh, I won't go on too much into it because it's not we it, you know digressing a little bit, but about um gender. Yeah. and Children, and you know this new thing that's come out about what what schools legally have to do. So I'm a boy. From tomorrow, I'm a girl, and you know, and or vice versa, or whatever. So there is a, there is a, like you mentioned, the skills that people may or may not pick up. What it would, what would have happened um, when we were when we were younger and finding our way in this world, we'd have. Been forced almost to learn some degree of social skills if we ever wanted to experience yeah. any, anything. Well, at the time we didn't know what was coming, but if we, we, you know, that and you know, your friends or family would have said, Listen, go and put yourself out there. You need to, you've got to learn how to speak to people. For Christ's sake, come on, I'll go with you. Let's go to the bar. I mean, I've done it with people, let's go to the bar. <laughs> Let's go to the bet, park. Yeah. we're gonna go and speak to them we're speaking to these people <laughs> or whatever it is you know because you know and th- there are there are people who owe what skills they have today in terms of social skills or you know in relation to um any you know sexually related social skills you know pickup lines or anything that they've ever <laughs> used or they owe that to the fact that There wasn't an alternative, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah. So they were forced into it. But now it's very much a case of, oh no, uh, don't you know? You can't tell them that it's wrong not to know that, and you know, it's it, it, it becomes a minefield, I think, because is it a good thing to just accept that people don't learn these skills?
1: Yeah, no, it's an it's an interesting question. Does does it matter? Well, yeah, does it? I I, I don't know. We're obviously throwing things out there. But in terms of disadvantages as well, we've got... I mean, we've got... There's not so much disadvantages of of ways that cybersex can be abused. We've got cybersex trafficking... Oh, which is pretty grim. Live streaming of yeah, rape and other coerced sexual acts. We won't go into detail about that. that. I'm sure they can figure um, out. The, going back to the, the cyber rape, which Mike was very. Uh, Bjorn. Was very, yeah, it's not ABBA, but Mike was very intrigued in this, and so was I. Um, it's actually not as interesting as it sounds. So, the cyber rape case was a man named Bjorn, weirdly, they don't give any other name, so presumably it's protected, was the first person ever charged with rape over the internet. The reason was because he would blackmailed minors into performing sexual acts for him over a computer network. So effectively it was, I guess, child porn or abuse of children. But presumably they had to turn it into cyber rape, which is very, very strange. It just seems like a a legal quandary. I don't really know how that happened. Um, Um, Some criticism of cyber sex... Um, other than the as we say the social ridicule an interesting one might that maybe we haven 't brought up yet privacy concerns so some people particularly again young people but n- no this has happened to adults i mean how many times let, let me give you an example so a young person their privacy concerns might be ruined because they don't realize that someone can record what they're showing over webcam they think it's just in the moment but it's recorded and then it's uploaded to porn sites Mm. so that's something to be very wary about i'll give you another example for a grown adult which applies to usually lonely men usually people who are pretending to be gorgeous women online entice them into masturbating over webcam and then it's like oh by the way we've recorded that and you need to pay us five grand or we're going to send it to all your workmates so that's the privacy thing remember people anything that you do over the internet can and mostly is recorded so be very careful um there's disagreement over whether cyber sex can be a form of infidelity what's your um opinion on that mike if you know someone in well it doesn't even have to be an unhappy relationship who subscribes to OnlyFans fans girls and like pays the money for doing videos for them whatever do you consider that infidelity is that cheating if you're not Uh, physically engaging with them
0: i would say that that is for each couple to maybe well deflected um no well listen um i think it depends what specifically you're doing doesn't it i guess like for example you know you're talking about one-on-one interaction with a real person, mm-hmm. um, then, yeah, it's quite easy to see how that would be, you know, labelled as is infidelity. Um, other forms of, you know, cyber-related stuff, um, you know, again, you could you could see an argument the other way, but um, personally. Personally for me, I think, yeah, it's it's not
1: it's not okay. <laughs> very good, Mike, very diplomatic. But, yeah. Okay, so let's um let's quickly so so that's effectively what we can figure out about the obvious advantages and disadvantages of cyber sex. If we go if we just go through some things or some terms that we've seen along the way and that I came up with Bring up that bring up that funny term. Yeah, I was going to say, so we haven't so far, we haven't discussed teledildon- teledildonics. Teledildonics. It's apparently a name coined for virtual sex encounters using networked electronic sex toys to mimic and extend human sexual interaction.
0: Technology's out there, people. Yeah, so, so I've seen, have you seen Have you seen Big Bang Theory?
1: <laughs> no, I try not to, you know. Oh, anyway. you
0: little There's
1: only one but, Big Bang you're interested in. Yeah.
0: Um, and that comes after we finish recording. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, yeah. There's, you know, they make a little kissing machine where you have like a, a pair of lips okay. on one side, and you kiss, and it mimics through the other one what your movements and your tongue, mouth. I Oh, so re- is it doing. replicates your so own it kissing So it's like you style. are kissing the person, uh, but without physically. So, yeah, so that,
1: that's that. that's tele, or, or otherwise known as cyberdolonics. Okay.
0: Ah, although it that does sort of thing so that there, there is there is stuff you, you must have seen it in films as well which now is actually a reality
1: not so much i um, no i can see yeah i can see definitely the uh the draw to that nowadays the term is commonly used to describe remote sex or at least remote mutual masturbation where tactile sensations are communicated over a remote connection between the part participants the term can also refer to the Integration of telepresence with sexual activity that these interfaces make possible, and can be used in conjunction or interchangeably with sex technology.
0: Yeah, you can have like oh, and uh, Bluetooth
1: sex- Bluetooth enabled sex toys. Yeah, you I you have can, heard yeah of them. Yeah, yeah. Sex
0: toys that you know you can control remotely, remotely and yeah. stuff. It's,
1: yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. So effectively, cyberdildonics is taking it to the next level it's it's cyber sex but it's using physical devices that are controlled in some way by the other person it's
0: the step between whacking your wang out (laughs) on webcam (laughs) and real life cyber cyber robots that you know walk in and you can you can have sex with okay so it's it's the it's a next step on our merry way towards that
1: yes and i guess virtual reality um virtual reality is not really as interactive as that i guess it's Ooh,
0: i get it's getting there i guess yeah but but you, there's no mm. there's no feeling is that you, you you're still only yeah you're it's, still all, only it's, only it's all you. in the mind anything yeah. you physically feel is still done by you yes so it's, yeah
1: yeah but obviously the thing with virtual reality is which, which is maybe not the case for almost anything else is you could tailor it to things that aren't physically possible in the real world yeah, You're maybe here. maybe a, maybe a fucking an alien or Ooh, yeah. an octopus. or something.
0: Is that physically
1: possible? Physically possible, not you advisable you legally. Right, okay. Yes, we here here on late night large. We promote ethical and legal virtue, isn't it?
0: Of course. <laughs> Mike, Don't be like Aaron. <laughs> Don't fuck octopus.
1: Don't be like Mike. Don't. Find yourself on the sex offender (laughs) register. Mike, I'm going to just throw out one more thing, uh, just because it's my personal prediction. If it's already happened, I apologise. I wasn't aware of it. So, you know, almost, you know what they say every new idea has already been thought of by a thousand other people. It just might not have come into the public consciousness. Or your consciousness. Or your personal consciousness. Or you you vaguely heard it referenced a decade ago never thought about it again and it's lingered in your head and it suddenly comes out but here's my thing mike so we have obviously only fans now which is effectively sex workers who are completely autonomous and work for themselves now here's my argument we know that only fans is similar to most of the social media you you gain popularity according to what your content's like so you get high-profile creators who have thousands and thousands of followers and make hundreds of thousands of pounds a year. Those, those people are effectively celebrity sex workers. Now, what do you think about this suggestion? We know about sex bots. We know about sex bots, right? They're getting better and better, more realistic. And maybe this is combining Black Mirror... In fact, it probably was a Black Mirror idea, but it's just taking it to the next stage. Grow on. How far away are we from manufacturers of AI sex bots offering money to pay for the copyright of OnlyFans models or other sex workers?
0: Hopefully not too far.
1: (laughs) Brilliant. Love that answer. You heard it here first, by the way. That's that's the business model. And if anyone has that, it takes that business model on. I'd hope you'd give me some free stock because <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, yeah, okay. I could really use it. You know, I I don't know if you know, but we don't really make any money from this. So if you're able to, you know, throw throw a few coins our way, particularly my way, that would be appreciated. We yeah. could talk about this all night, Mike, but okay. we should probably round it up. So, is there anything else you've got to add to the? Sometimes murky, sometimes magical world of cybersex.
0: No, just uh, just just be safe out there, people.
1: Yeah, we almost forgot about ASMR. You know, that's uh, that's also a potential avenue for cybersex fanatics.
0: Oh, so I thought we were wrapping it up and you've started opening other kind of worms.
1: I'll wrap you up. <laughs> Right. Okay. Well, have to no. Go with that. <laughs> yeah. We, we, <laughs> On that note. <laughs> yeah. Well, put your can of worms away. And uh, this has been Late Night Large saying, if you've got the horn for porn, be warned. Sometimes you might actually need to perform. Good night.